What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. King Genesis, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, and you are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up with the king? What's up with the queen? Y'all already know who it is. It's your big brother, Mont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. y'all know every week we've been bringing y'all special guests, right? We ain't going to stop. We ain't going to stop. I'm going to keep the value coming in. My job is to inspire, motivate, right? Educate, empower, right? Those who are pursuing purpose, right? I'm going to show you how to put your purpose over pointless excuses, right? So go ahead and hit the subscribe, hit the like button hit the notification bell like comment do whatever you got to do but listen here this week's special guest is none other than mr anthony j brown listen guys anthony j brown is a writer he's a filmmaker and activist right he's presently promoting right his self his debut excuse me debut novel and filming documentary right about justice involved citizens transitioning into society after incarceration and look without any further delay let me introduce to some and present to others mr anthony j brown yeah What's peace, up, bro? Peace, king. peace king pleasure man i'm grateful for you taking time to come kick it with your bro and inspire and empower these people man hey so without any delay we're gonna jump right off into it right you promoting okay. your debut novel right and I apologize for messing that up in the introduction. So we're going to set it right, right no now. Problem. Your debut novel, right? And a filming documentary. And it's called Razor Wire Love. So go and jump right in here and let the people know who is Anthony J. Brown and what exactly is Razor Wire Love. Yeah. Thank you, man. First and foremost, man, Mr. Pope, man, DeMont Pope, I want to give you straight up acknowledges, man, because I've been seeing your movement, man. Your, your energy is infectious because it's pure, my brother. Um, Anthony J. Brown, man, I'm just a student of life. Um, I served 17 and a half years in prison for bank robberies. Mm. And um, I produced a novel, and it's called Razor Wire Love. You know, it's a fictional novel that's it's a labor of love. It was a labor of love. It took me about 14 years to complete. Um, and then I also started writing movie scripts. And you alluded to the documentary. I'm doing a documentary that's called Mugshot the Metropolitan, but it's highlighting the transition, the triumphs, and the uh, struggles of formerly incarcerated people, mm. justice-involved individuals. So we want to put a spotlight on, you know, some of the barriers to reentry and um, some of the success stories that don't really readily make that six o'clock news. Mm. So we just come to put on, a spotlight on transitioning Americans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Talk that. And I'm excited, man, about your movement, too, as well, bro. So I appreciate the kind words. I've been watching you, bro. And um, I think it was about a year ago when I first ran into you. Uh, we were both working, man, doing our grind, pursuing this purpose, man. Yeah. And you you approached yeah. me then. Um, and, and I knew the love was genuine, man. And, and, and you was executing at that moment. And you've transitioned and executed on an entire different level, man, since then. So I'm proud of you, my brother. And I just want to let Thank you, you know that publicly, right? Because you've been 
putting in the work, man. And you just alluded uh, where you kind of sped through it right quick, but we're going to deal with that. We're going to go back and we're going to talk about this incarceration because my bro, you just said that you did 17 years behind that yeah. wall, King. So, so, yeah. so, so 17 years behind that wall transition right from that incarceration out into society, right. Um, was able to maneuver back into society, not only maneuver back into it, but you took it a step further, bro, from, 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 from doing the same thing that got you incarcerated, which was mm-hmm. bank robbery or whatever. Was it, I don't know if it was mm-hmm. bank robbery, but you said robbery, so excuse me if it wasn't. All right, cool. So you, you, you did those 17 and a half, but then you turned that energy into something positive. You turned that pain into purpose. So that pain, in my opinion, propelled you to your position of purpose, which birthed this razor wire love situation. So, so not only that, but, 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 but the, you, you started writing movies, right. And, and, and mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. became artistic, you became articulate, basically you became an authority, right. You started placing your purpose over pointless excuses. And I want Where's them mom? to catch that, bro. So, so, so salute to you for that King. Next question, we're going to jump off into it, man. What exactly was the motivation behind you writing your book? Now, I can see that you were passionate about what you were going through. I can see mm-hmm. you made some mistakes early on. So was it the fact that, okay, man, I made these mistakes. I know these young kids, these young kings out here trying to do things that I'm doing or that I've done to put me where I was at. I don't want these young kings to go through it. Was that the motivation yeah. or, 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 or was exactly. it like I just got to change? Talk about it, King. My motivation uh, early on, I, I, I got arrested in New York City. I went to Rikers Island. Mm. You know, Rikers Island is a real, real tough city complex. Um, and I decided early on that I was going to make a transition in my life, that I wasn't going to continue to be directionless because mm. I learned that if I don't have a plan for my life, other people got plans for my life. You know what I mean, so yeah. I wanted to start, you know, becoming a uh, more purpose driven in my life. So, you know, I always had a love for uh, reading and writing. And so I channeled that energy, bro, because I seen what was going on inside these prison industrial complexes. Not a lot of rehabilitation going on. You have to, a prisoner has to want, a person has to want to uh, make changes in his life. But first I had to be accountable. I had to be honest with myself. Come on, King. I had to stop making excuses for myself. Mm. I had to, I had to just own up to my past uh, missteps to my past bad decisions. You know, I don't like to call them mistakes because if I knock a cup of water over, that's a mistake because I obviously inadvertently did it. But if I'm going out every day and actively committing crimes and actively mm. uh, getting away with the crimes and having this criminal mindset, you know, that's what I wanted to change. That's what I wanted to address. And it just manifested itself in, you know, my writing, you know, so I, I, I loved it. And I want to continue to get give back. That's why I'm doing a writing course. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm doing a writing mm-hmm. course sponsored by the Fulton County Library. Yeah. Um, at the public library. So they're going to let me start teaching classes in there. Mm-hmm. Writing. Amazing, bro. Listen, man, like I'm already inspired and we just a couple minutes in, man. So I know I'm getting value already. Listen, um, if y'all are getting value from my bro over here, listen, go ahead. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button, right? Hit the notification bell, hit the thumbs up, type a nice comment off in here. Like, like, let us know that we're adding value because that's the intent and that's the purpose behind this interview. So, so listen, King, I'm inspired by your journey so far. I'm inspired by what I've heard so far. And we're going to jump a little deeper, bro. If, if, if I, made man because let's let's go back 
let's go back to that moment. Cause like you said, if you knock a cup of water over, right, that's a mistake. But when you that's constantly committing crime, doing things that you know got these consequences, like it's different. Mm-hmm. I tell, I just tell my brother all the time, man. In fact, I still tell him, and he's a little older than me. I say, listen, King, mm-hmm. it's the difference between falling down and laying down, right? So, um, and you acknowledge yeah. that uh, very, very well, man. So uh, let's talk about that moment when you decided to make that bad decision or you decided to make that move and you were sitting in that courtroom and, 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 and you was facing that judge and they ordered that sentence down to you. Talk to me. Let's take us back, right? Because these kings, these kings need to understand this. Take us back to that moment when you were sentenced. How did that feel in that moment? Like you said, if you don't have a plan for your life, somebody else will. How mm-hmm. did you feel in that moment when you realized someone else had literally taken control of your life and sentenced mm-hmm. you to 17 years, almost two decades behind a stone wall, bro, between stone and steel? What's up with that, bro? Mm-hmm. When I first got the time, bro, uh, I was twenty. I was twenty-four years old. So I'm, st- I'm still young. Um, and so when they talk about the, the actual sentence was two hundred and thirty-five months. It is five months, just shy of twenty years. And the reason why I got so much time because the, the gentleman who gave me the sentence um, wanted me to implicate other people, mm. and my whole my whole uh, position and principle was that, you know, I'm taking the weight for my crime. I did wrong. I know right from wrong. I was raised right. I know right from wrong. I know what's mine. Come on, King. So I just didn't agree with implicating anybody. Yeah, I felt like it was unnecessary. So that was one of the first moments that set the trajectory for me, you know what, taking ownership of, of, of my decision. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take ownership of my life completely and from when I walk out of this courtroom, it, it believe me, it was unnerving to hear mm. that type of time. 235 months. I couldn't even calculate. I'm trying to calculate it. Yeah. While I'm getting the time. It was surreal, bro. You know, because it's, it's, to know that this individual just had this much authority because of me not having wow. a clue of consequences or ramifications of how real they were. So it was just, it was just, it was just time for me to grow up, bro. I grew up in that moment, bro. Mm. I grew up in that moment taking my lick. And um, I just decided from when I walked back into that 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 holding tank, I wasn't gonna be a victim. Mm. I wasn't I, w- I wasn't just gonna give up mentally, mm. and I was gonna and I was gonna make something out of this incarceration, which I like to call my course correction for my life. Mm, course correction. Come on, yep. bro. Listen, listen, King. I'm listen, man. So so basically, you got hit with a twenty year sentence because you mm-hmm. decided to stand planet 10 toes down Mm -hmm. own up accountability responsibility right and you kept it 100 because you didn't want to implicate let's be real you didn't want to snitch you understand what i'm saying let's 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 call it what it is for those from the streets that's listening you didn't snitch you didn't begin pointing the finger you didn't say okay well this person made me do it or or these people was doing it too or y'all might as well come on out he called me they're gonna catch out like like you you gotta come out (laughs) come on bro come on you you stood And you held that, man. And I can only imagine that moment. And I wanted the viewers and the listeners to to, to, to take a ride with us real quick back mm-hmm. to that moment. Because I was doing some ignorant things back in my youth now. I wouldn't know that type, type of tip. You got to get my heart yeah. to me, brother. Let's be 100. I wouldn't even, I ain't had the courage to even attempt to try that. 
But 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 when I got sat down temporarily, like I knew then, like, hey, this ain't a place I need to be at because I first of all mm-hmm. don't like being controlled by anybody. So I definitely can't subject or submit myself to willfully be subjugated to such type such type of uh uh uh, uh mistreatment because you alluded to the fact yeah. that treatment ain't right, bro. Listen, man. So I applaud you for that, man. And I needed them to know I'm gonna keep throwing these words out: accountability, responsibility. King, you said you grew up in that moment. That man threw a sentence mm-hmm. at you that was that was enormous. You said you couldn't even calculate it, but you knew exactly. guess what? You 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 was in the situation. It wasn't no going back. You immediately knew you had to go forward, and you became you became something because of it. Again, I'm gonna allude to the fact that that pain propelled you to your position of purpose, yep. and I'm gonna add another word to that purpose. I'm going to say your position of purpose and now authority, because, bro, you an authority mm. now, bro. You are an author, bro. You are an authority, right, on your struggles, right, on what you've overcome. Like, come on, man, let me speak life to you because I can understand, right, because I know people close to me, my brothers, my cousins, my, my big homies, my OGs that put me down into uh, yeah. uh, uh, the gang, like, when I was formerly a part of that. Like, my OG got shot up coming out of a club. Like, like he lost his life right? Of being about that life, right? My brother received a decade of time, 10 years to the door. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Not to count the years prior to that, right? My closest cousin, 10 years to the door. So, so I know what it's like on the people connected to those who get that kind of sentence. So we ain't even talking yeah. about the effect of the people that was close to you. We ain't talking about the hurt of the family and the friends, right? Because of decisions that you made and because of the authority of your own life was taken from you. We ain't even talking about that yet. Come on, bro. Listen, we're going to move to the next question, King. I just wanted to empower you real quick and let somebody know that the decisions that you make don't only affect you, but they affect those around you and those who you care about. So, so, so listen, what is one of the most important lessons King, that you've learned, right, from your incarceration, because I know you ain't did that kind of time and came out ignorant because you very, very knowledgeable right here in front of us. So talk about the very most important lesson or one of the most important lessons that you learned from that incarceration. Let's educate and empower, King. One of the most important lessons that I learned, I had had to go back to one of my childhood heroes, and that was Martin Luther King. Mm. Martin Luther King has this quote, you know, because in prison, you know, we, we just, we're stagnant, man. We feel stagnant. We feel like, you know, we're doing the same thing over and over, you know, getting dictated to. So Martin Luther King had a quote. He said, man, if you can't fly, run. Come on, bro. Run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But whatever you do, you've got to keep moving forward. Mm. So, I took that, I took that to heart, man. I took that that, you know what, even though this the situation that I was in, it it it, it was rough. Um it, it was a lot, it was a lot of nights, man, where it was, it was some rough nights, man, hard nights, hard days. But I just knew that if I just keep putting one foot in front of the other earnestly, not just not just aimlessly doing it, but earnestly, cool. reading books, doing programs, seeking therapy. And that's mm-hmm. one of the key things that I did. I had to start talking about this stuff. I, I, I had to stop concealing it. Yeah, I was helping. It was it was therapeutic for me to write a lot of this stuff, but it's also was therapeutic for me to talk about it. So I I, I sought out uh, counselors that wasn't so cynical. That hadn't just you know took took the position that you know everybody that's inside prison is re- beyond repair. 
cannot be redeemed. So I had to find those few that haven't gave up on humanity, man. I was able to just talk out a lot of my issues. Like a lot of black, I noticed a lot of black men, you know, we, we, we're forced to have our guards up at all the time. We're forced to, you know, we, we walk around, you know, a lot of us have, you know, these, these exteriors that's, you know, just impenetrable. You know, we, we, we don't want to just reveal, you know, what's really going on with us. Yeah. You know, a lot of us, you know, have issues and trauma, which it is, it's trauma. You know exactly what I'm saying? What that, that, that's unspoken um, about, that's not really diagnosed, and we don't, we don't really have the, the, uh, the words for it. So I had to learn those words, bro. I had to mm-hmm. seek therapy, bro. And therapy is just nothing but just talking. Come on. Talking it out. Learning that, hey, I wasn't the only person that, you know, uh, went through certain issues growing up or had these identity crises where, damn, I really don't know what I want to do with my life. So since I don't know what, my, what I want to do with my life, I can run around with different individuals and say, hey, since you don't know what you want to do, come this way. We're going to sell cracker. Come over here. We're going to mm-hmm. gangbang it. Come over here. We're going to do this. I didn't want to do that no more, bro. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I just, I just, you know, I just made sure that I, I kept moving forward, man. And as lo- long as I kept moving forward, I was able to leave that indecisiveness behind. I was able to leave yeah. criminality behind. I was e- able to leave them pointless excuses Come on, behind, King. bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on, man. And, and, and you talking about Dr. King? Like he, 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 one of my top three uh, most most influential people to me so I, that's why yeah. I was right in locked in when you start talking that yeah. talk I'm like come on King talk that so 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 again man I applaud you um and the main thing we want them to get out of that is keep moving forward whether you make a mistake whether you make a misstep keep moving forward like like you don't have to be defined by the insecurity you don't have to be defined by the incarceration you don't have to be defined mm-hmm. by the poverty or the condition from which you came like you don't have to be defined by the gang act Activity if you are currently a part of it. You don't have to stay a part of it. You don't have to let this story end right here. All you got to do is turn the page and write another chapter. That's it. And, and, and that's, that's it. what you did, Ken. You turned the page, write a, wrote another chapter. That's what I did. I turned the page and kept writing, right? And we're going to continue Without writing. Question. Um, listen, King, check it out. What do people misunderstand the most about you? Because I know you've been misunderstood. I know they look at you and be like, oh, my man, he think he's something. He he he, he forgot yeah. just a few years ago he was on this. So he was locked down behind that wall with me. And now he out here yeah. acting like he a movement. But look, come on, bro. What do people misunderstand about you the most, King? Talk. Uh, I, I get a lot of, what I've been noticing a lot lately, I get a lot of uh, pushback on People try to put their motives on me. Mm. People try to, you know, um, for instance, Razor Wild Love, it, 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 it's not a cash grab. It's not a cash grab. It, it, it's not about that. It's about, you know, I wanted to put out, I wanted to put out a piece of art that's going to obviously outlive me, a piece of art that is reflective of the struggle that I went through, that, that is, a, is a direct manifestation, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. of, of, of the pain that I had went through yeah. in an artistic form. And, and I'm standing on something. N-word is not written one time in this book. Because I don't refer to mm-hmm. Black people as N-words anymore. I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, I'm getting mis- mis- misperceived and misconceived as somebody that's doing this all for me. I realize that I'm a servant. Mm, come on, And man. that the most high works through vessels mm-hmm. for his will to be manifested in certain aspects. So, that's what I'm doing, bro. I'm putting out art with some substance in it. 
Yeah. I don't want to promote certain agendas that's mm-hmm. counterproductive to our growth and our development, genuine growth and development. Mm-hmm. You had more. Okay. You had more black people that was married in Reconstruction, which is basically the period post-slavery. Absolutely. Then you got married now, bro. I'm yeah. talking about percentage-wise. Come on. You come had, on. you know, less, uh, uh, less amounts of small black-owned businesses than you had in previous generations. So I'm here to to want to. I want to stimulate our community. Yeah. I, I'm not into alienation. I love everybody, but I have a special affinity for my people, our people, especially mm. knowing the role that I play in the detriment of our mm. community. I was out here with the foolishness Come on, and man. I was bringing it in our community. That's why it's an imperative for me to serve in the community. I was around west side of Atlanta doing a lot of nonsense and foolishness. So when I came out of prison in 2021, I worked for a nonprofit on the west side of Atlanta and I was cutting uh, older senior citizens' yards for free. Mm. I was out there um, pruning pruning flowers and you know all types of landscape stuff that I don't particularly like, but mm. I did it as an act of service mm. because I'm a restorative justice advocate. Come on, justice isn't served by me sitting in these prison cells yeah. in these rural counties in these rural cities for fifth and sixth generation correction officers to look at me as job security. Come That's on. not justice. Mm. This is not me working in a in a, in a, in a uh, factory sewing clothes for uh, United States service members for for twenty five cents an hour. Mm. That's not justice. Justice restorative justice is me coming to the very same community and being like, you know, I was a force for negativity. Now I'm a force for good. Come on, King. Now I'm a force for. Now when you see me in a community, you're not going to see me with my pants half off off my backside with my underwear showing you're not going to see me just using offensive language that can offend anybody you're going to see me being mindful of my position in the community and i want to be a beneficial presence in the community come on i'm you know what i'm saying i'm not striving to be a martyr or anything i want to live a long life i want to i want to you know put out good art but i'm I'm standing for a purpose now Mm. standing for a purpose and i'm a vanguard of the community now and that's what this is about. You know, I, I promote small businesses. I promote brothers such as yourself, man, that's out here for the upliftment, especially for the future generations. I have to I have to be a force for good for them that's looking. What is a man? What are the characteristics of a man? All of them are not going to mm-hmm. read a book. Come on, King. All of them are not going to study the stuff that we study, but they can see it in me. They can see it in my actions because I walk. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's what... um. I think it gets misperceived about me, my motives and my intentions. Mm. Like I said, it, it's it's not it's not about the money. And 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 it sounds like purpose work to me, King. So so let me be one of the first or among the first to tell you, bro, that that purpose looks good on you, King. You get where I'm coming from. And and Likewise, as long as the motives are pure and sincere, look, we gotta go through the go through in order to get to. Yeah, we gotta go okay. through the go through in order to get to. So the going Word. through for us is difficult. The pain that we have to go through is significant. I always used to ask, like God, why. 
did my life have to be so hard or why do I have to learn every mm -hmm. lesson the hard way? Like if the word talks about being that wise person that learns from other people's mistake, God, why do I always have to settle for being good? Why I got to always bump my head or run into the <laughs> wall head, before yeah. I realize it. But then I realized had I not ran into the wall, had I not fallen into the ditch, had I not making the mistakes, then I wouldn't be an authority on the issues that we are addressing and attacking today. Because guess what? Like you said, man, you went from being a, a, a person perpetuating the problem to now it's your life mission to solve the problem, to become the solution, not just find the solution, but we have literally become the solution for our community because we are showing by example what real kingship is about, what real kingdom is about, what a real king is supposed to hold near and dear, how we're supposed to honor the queen, honor the family, value the family. At That's one quite. point, I didn't know how to do that, king. I, I lost yeah. uh, 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 the family Indeed. situation because I didn't know how to honor the queen. I didn't know how to value. I didn't know how to plant seeds and pour into my children. Now I'm building up a generation. See, listen, king. Wealth, yeah, see, I didn't that. come from wealth, but wealth is definitely going to come from me. Like I always say, my mother, she taught us how to survive. But my job is to now teach my children and my future generation how to thrive. You get where I'm coming I from? Thrive, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what yeah. I see in you from the moment I met you to the growth. And, and I'm excited about where you are uh, trajecting to go because I see it. Can Likewise. Now, 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 appreciate it, bro. Check it out. Before I get to another question, I need you to let these people know, right? If they trying to contact you or they trying to get that razor wire love, right? If they trying to get that, like, let them know where to mm -hmm. connect with you, your social media handles, all that. You see, I'm all about purpose. You already know Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. So I definitely need them to know okay. to go get that book from me, but I want them to go get that book from you too, King. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing it 100% independent. So you can go to Instagram at the real Anthony J A I Brown. The real Anthony J A I Brown. Um, we accept Cash App, Venmo, Zelle, and PayPal, and Apple Pay. So just just contact me. It's only fourteen ninety nine. It's a great book, great story. It's a love story about two different relationships. Like I said, it's fictional. And it, it's, a, it's a twisty plot. You're not going to you're not going to understand the plot. You're not going to get it at first. It, it's, it's got to unravel. It's a great story. I stand by. It. I got some questions in the back of it because we want to start getting these uh, book clubs rolling out. We want to just start promoting literacy again. You know, mm. the phones the phones are necessary. They are necessary. They you know they they speed up our lives and make our lives convenient. But written word. Let's not let's not forget this art form right here. This is not a forgotten art. You know what I'm saying? So I just suggest, you know, y'all can get a book and read leisurely. It's a great book, the page turn. So you can go to, to Instagram at the real Anthony J-A-I Brown. Yeah. Hey, y'all tap in with the King, man. I'll highlight him on IG. Listen, listen, King, I'm very grateful for you, man. Before we get out of here, I got one more question for you, right? What would you say, right? This is to that young king, right? Now we definitely representing our own people and we definitely know we got to hold our own people accountable. Like we'll, we'll, we'll go off, we'll, we'll line up, we'll march for injustice or for a police officer doing us dirty or doing us bad yeah, or killing question. or harming us. But, but what we won't talk about King is the fact that the percentage of us killing each other and harming each other, robbing each other, stealing from each other, beating each other down, forcing each other into mental ah. 
uh, depression and suicidal thoughts like that percentage far exceeds the percentage of the police uh, brutality. But the police brutality is real. Like, let's not get it twisted. The injustice mm -hmm. is real. Mm -hmm. But the injustice mm -hmm. that we inflict, the pain that we inflict our, on our own community is just as real and more detrimental than what others are doing to us. It like is. Tupac it said, is. it ain't it them is. that's killing us. It's us that's killing us. It ain't, them, it it ain't them that's beating us down. It's us that's doing it. So what would you say to that king or that queen who watching this or who just got that reality check? Like, look, maybe I, I don't know if I should keep doing this to stay down or, or, or should I transition and, and, and make a transformation of my life like these kings have done? Like, what would you say to that king or that queen to help them avoid that sentence? I would say um what's what's been helping me guide me is 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 love, yo. Mm. Love. Really finding out what love is. See, there's a real big misconception. See, a lot of people get caught up in the emotion of love, the 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 fluttery feeling of love, you know, of being, you know, in in love with a, a person, you know, like a relationship. But bro, I love you, bro. And I can say I love you because I want for you what I want for myself. Come on. I don't want to be harmed. I want to be healthy. I want to be in happy relationship. I want to raise my babies. I want to be, I want to be harmonious with the universe. Mm. So I want that for you. Yeah. I want that for your queen. I want your seeds to raise up and, and, and be healthy and happy and the sky's the limit. So what I say is love, man. We 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 really got to find a, a understanding of what love is and how we can mm. showcase love in simple ways. I could show love to a complete stranger by just speaking to a person, no matter how busy I am. And I had a hectic morning, bro. Yeah. Hectic morning. But I'm still going to give a person a courtesy. I'm still going to give a person a hello. I'm still just going to be genuine in my interactions. And that mm. goes a long way because that healed me. Mm, yeah. That helped me not walk around that, that prison yard feeling like a victim. Oh, my mama. I never knew my biological mama. Mm. My, my doctor mama didn't give me enough hugs. Uh, if I would have snitched the judge, the judge uh, gave me all this time or my baby mama did this. Once I stopped blaming everybody else, mm. stopped playing the victim, I went into myself and started loving myself. Because if I love myself, I'm not going to put myself in harm's way. Yeah. I'm not going to be with all the nonsense that goes on in prison. And when I come out here, I'm not going to be with all the nonsense that's going on out here. So that's what I say, you know, will, will help put me on... Um, this rejected I am, just love, having an understanding of what love is mm. and wanting for the next man and the next woman what I want for myself and my loved one. And that's peace mm. and happiness. Come yeah. on, King. Come on, King. Look, I couldn't wrap it up better myself. Yeah, listen, man. I appreciate you uh, for spending time you, with you, bro, bro King. I, I appreciate you for coming on here, adding value to the people, man, because that's what it's about, bro. And your heart and your about. motives, right, established in building up others. So I love that. Listen, man, most importantly, guys, I want to thank you all for staying tuned in to this entire episode. Y'all yeah. already know me. I'll be back next week, right? It's your big brother, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Perfect over pointless excuses yeah and that's your big bro anthony j brown yeah listen i need your help 
If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. Also, don't forget to follow me at King Genesis on Instagram and Twitter and Genesis Pope on Facebook. Thank you. What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen, gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.